Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing on this fine Monday? As always, I'm Richie, the pretty one. And this is Josh, the not so pretty one. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. I am the pretty one. Look at my golden. You and your golden. My fire locks. Your golden girls. I don't have the golden girls t-shirt on today or the socks, but, you know, it's just, uh. Got the sweater on. It's cold as balls in this basement. I, I've told you this every day. I don't know why we don't try to warm this bitch up. No, no, we don't want to. Look at that. You can see my black eye in the. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that's what happens when you try to fight me. <laughs> I told that's what, you. That's what happens when you party naked. Um. Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, I hope all of you guys are doing well this week. For those of you watching, hello. Appreciate How's you guys joining right? us. For those of you listening, appreciate you guys too. Uh, so this week, um, we have some pretty interesting a, stuff to talk about. It was a pretty eventful Monday. Yeah, it was a very eventful Monday. We didn't really Monday. have a lot to talk about until today. Uh, I Listen, I could have talked about me getting dropped on my head doing keg stands uh, this past weekend. I could have talked about this black eye that just appeared. From the keg stand? Yeah, listen, I, I sent out a message to my family when I left. Because it started, this black eye started getting bad, and I said, "Listen, you guys gotta stop. You gotta stop punching me when I'm when I'm drunk. You know, just do it when I'm sober." Yeah, you know, at least give me a chance to fight back. <laughs> yeah, give me a chance, please. Give Take me a, a chance. chance on me. Do, 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 yeah, do, but I, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Because I mean, it was the Fourth of July. We were getting, you know, Fourth of July. I got white girl wasted. It was a good time, Richie. I know. Uh, I know you had you had a lot of fun. You actually. You relaxed. I did. You weren't like me, go, go, go this weekend. I mean, I, I got to relax too this weekend, but... I actually went and played Magic on Thursday. That's like how yeah. eventful my Thursday yeah, was. you told me. That, hey, Thursday was... Wait, where did you go again? I went down to Frogtown in Toledo. Frogtown. Mm-hmm. How, how is that store? Uh, you know, the I store's mean, pretty good, honestly. Okay. It, I know some of their players, I've heard some some negative things about some of their players, but I know I've heard some positive things, too. So, I mean, I guess... Yeah, I mean, it's like any area you go to, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like our area, too. Yeah. Meh. Okay, cool. Well, uh, as always, guys, we're going to start this old podcast off here with uh, the... Fun Factoid. The Fun Factoid now? We're calling it the Fun Factoid? We'll call it whatever we want. Fun Fact of it's the Week? A, this is our podcast. Bing, 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 bing. Okay, so... Go ahead, Richie. Let him know. So uh, we got an oldie but a goodie this week. One from my casual days, Spawn Sire of Ulamog. Now you're probably wondering, what's this card got to do? It's a relatively new card, you know. Eldrazi. It's an Eldrazi. Yeah. But uh, that's not, well, that is the relevant part, but not quite the relevant part. That came out in Rise. Yeah. Well, the fact about this card that's fun is, it is the card with the highest activated ability in Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that ability is, Josh? Uh, yeah, so we talked about it earlier, so thanks for setting me up, though. Um, you can cast, if you pay 20 manas. 20 whole 20 manas. GD mother effing manas. Um, you can cast any number of Eldrazi cards you own from outside the game without paying their mana costs. Notably cast, which is relevant with Oh, a lot of the old yeah, yeah, you get you get double bonuses on everything. Like if you cast this card from your hand, if you ca- if this card were cast, that's what all the Eldrazi say. Um, so this this is a very cool fun fact. I, I like this one. I didn't I didn't think I'd like it as much, but um, Richie had the best story that he told me about earlier. Um, and Richie, I'll start it off because it's right. it's super good. I don't want to steal your thunder, but. Um, I mean, isn't that all you do? I try to. But uh, he said that this was his most broken card during casual magic. All right, tell him why. Yeah, so uh, during casual magic, you know, me and my friends didn't really know the rules. Like, Still don't. For, yeah, totally. I just, you know, win tournaments by not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, but, so yeah, like back in the day, you know, for one example, before we get to the one about this card. Yeah. We, we used to think you could mulligan at any time during magic. Okay. So, uh... My friend would play a burn deck. Yeah. He would start off with seven cards. His hand would get low. And then in the middle of the game, he'd take a mulligan and draw six cards. Oof. That's a good one. Yeah. That, that, uh, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, the other one we thought is we thought your sideboard was just outside the game, basically. Yeah, whatever cards you had with you. Yeah, whatever extra cards you had, that, that consisted of your sideboard. 
So uh, when we played this card, we just have this big old box of Eldrazi's that when we paid 20 mana, we just basically dumped the box onto our <laughs> battlefield. And it's just like, triggers. All of them. Oh, man. To be a casual... Dude, I miss those days. All right. I mean, now we're just now we're podcasting. We're you're at big tournaments and you're about to be in the Hall of Fame soon enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A future Magic player, <laughs> past pro future Magic player Richie Thompson. That's right. That's what it was, right? Past mu- past Magic player. Yeah. So, yeah. So I thought this was a very good fun fact for the day. Um, and he's a seven eleven, right? So he's got del- he's got the most delicious Slurpees. When he hits the battlefield. They're pretty lit, dog. They are very lit. Cool. All right, so now... You know, I know this place where you can't buy Spawn Sire of Ulamogs or Slurpees, <laughs> but you should still buy things from momsbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com. Holy shit. So um, we've with all of our fun facts that we've been doing up to this point, uh, there's been a few times where if you guys go back and listen um, on SoundCloud... Or, you know, you guys can find us, you can find our videos, our live videos on, on YouTube, YouTube uh, at Mom's Basement Games. But um, we we actually didn't know that we sold Giant Growth. <laughs> because we just don't pick Giant Growths anymore, right? We don't upload them or anything to I, our I our actually inventory. had to put a foil Giant Growth in the quarters today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so Richie and I, we spend our days, you know, picking magic cards out of bulk, pick, you know, buying collections, sorting them. So that's, that's what we do, but... Um, yeah, we just, we thought, okay, now starting today, we're going to start looking up to see if we actually have this card in inventory. Lo and behold, we don't big goose egg now. And I told him, I said, well, the reason, the reason being is because that card is, first of all, it's from rise and that set just didn't get opened enough. It should have got opened infinite. Cause that set is amazing. You're saying that set didn't rise to the top. It did not. It didn't rise to the top. God damn you. Um, but yeah, we just, uh, we've had a few in stock, but, um, yeah, just don't have any right now. So, but yeah, the card's very cool. Unfortunate. Yep. All right. So, uh, the next thing we will talk about here. We're skipping, a, what, what events happened this past weekend, Josh? What do you mean this past weekend? Nothing. The event of, exactly. me, of me doing keg stands happened exactly. this past weekend. We don't got any events to talk about from this week. Yes, we do. We do not have who's on top because nobody was on top except for me on top. No, the keg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on top of the keg. I should have, you know, I think the only thing, my wife had a video um, of me doing the keg doing stand. a keg stand, but I didn't want to actually bring it up. So I should have actually done the video and then like took a snapshot of it and put it up here. For everybody to see, but you made a mistake. Yeah, you know. Next drink, time, next drink, egg stand. Hashtag drink responsibly. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so we, what you were saying last stream with the fireball. <laughs> last week was, you know, we had to do a, a shot of fireball. It was our fifth episode, man. It was. This is our sixth, so this is pretty cool. Um, next week, we're very excited because this weekend. Yeah. This weekend. Next, next this weekend. Next this weekend is going to be GP Detroit. So hopefully you guys will be there. Um, there's also a event going on in um, Worcestershire Sauce, and that is in what state is that in? Oh, God, you're going to put me on the spot like this. Uh, I'm just going to click on it. I'll God. go back. We'll see. Uh, I want to. It's not in Maine. I want to. It's, it's on the East Boston? Coast. No. It's Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, M.A. Boom. There it is, right there. Very I know cool. me worse. Yeah, so, um, G, or excuse me, um, there's going to be a GP Detroit, and then after that, there's going to be, I mean, same weekend, there's going to be a uh, Star City. Now, um, unfortunately, Detroit's going to be limited. So if you guys are going to be there, we all know that limited is kind of a shithole of a format. Did you know that they were doing two limited events in Detroit? When? This weekend, it says it right there. There's a GP in Detroit and a GP in Krakow. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure you can get your Krakows in Detroit. Oh, your Krakows? Yeah. <laughs> you can get Krakows in Detroit for sure. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a different event I center think, in Detroit. I want to say Krakows in a different country, but yeah. I would assume. Otherwise, they <laughs> wouldn't have it. Well, let's, let's use the little scrolling mechanism. Yeah. Well, of course, it doesn't say right away. Where 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 are you at? Oh, you're looking for the country that Krakow's in? Yeah. I'm you got me interested now. 
<laughs> now you're just you're in different you're in different ones, so you're never gonna find it. Nope. It looks pretty. It, it looks pretty. Uh, I was in Poland. Could it be Poland, maybe? It's not. No, Krakow's not in Poland. You can hit event site. Mm, there right there go. in Krakow. It'll tell you exactly where Krakow is. There. No. Oh. Oh, almost. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. All right. We'll find Google. out. Yeah, you're going to have to use the Google machine. Yeah, so I had a couple people actually ask me if I was going to be in Worcestershire this uh, this coming weekend, um, which it's pronounced Worcester. but It's I, in Poland. Really? Poland. Man, that's like I nailed it, but I didn't because yeah. I said, I don't think it's there. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not going to be in Worcester this weekend because, you know, we got that. It's a standard event, too, so there's not a whole lot of times that I want to travel outside for three to four hours to even be um, at a standard event. You can't. I, rumor has it you can't even stand the smell of standard players. No, I love me some standard players, man. They're great. I mean, they're standard players and, ca- and casual uh, commander players. They're great. They're great for business. I love them. What about modern players? Well, I love modern players, too. Legacy players? Not so much. <laughs> That's my favorite format, and I don't like them. Vintage players. <laughs> vintage players? I don't even know if I know any vintage players. I think I know, like, maybe one or two vintage players. You don't know anybody that drinks bourbon and wears a uh, smoke jacket? <laughs> no. All right, you guys. So those are the events coming up. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Have fun. We hope. We definitely hope to see you in Detroit. Uh, but we're going to get into uh, what happened today, which was the ban and restricted announcement on July 8th at, what, 10.30 this morning? Uh, yeah, 10.30. Yeah, I think I was uh, I was in the it was in the pee-pee potty, and I heard you down here screaming like a little girl mm-hmm. with, with joy. Uh, so how, how joyful are you about this? Yeah, so I've been saying it for a while at my LGS, and I, I personally just like... I've said it a lot. I don't agree with Bridge as the ban, but I'm glad something happened to the deck. I would have preferred an altar ban because, personally, I think the deck was fine without... You, you want to see Bridge be used in other decks. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Bridge used. I was a big fan of the Bridgevine deck before Modern Horizons, and I think Hogak would have been a cool addition to that deck. But without Bridge, I, I don't think Alter's playable without Bridge. And I definitely don't think the deck is playable with just Hogak and Vengevines, because Hogak kind of restricts your graveyard number of times you can use it. Yeah, and uh, so Bridge from Below, obviously that's the card that was banned today. Now, uh, we talked about last week on the podcast, we thought maybe um, Alter of Dementia was was probably both of our picks, right? Yeah, it was, I think we both, we, agreed. we both agreed we were hoping it was Alter. Yeah, and uh, so that kind of takes away from the, uh, the ability to um, really just get that secondary combo in Mm -hmm. and but the initiator of the deck which makes it pretty nuts is of course bridge from below um you know because it's going to make those it's going to make those bodies it's going to allow you to use those bodies as free mana to then um, play your hogak again because you need they are black uh zombies because you need a a black or a green source to tap in order to play that hogak for Mm -hmm. free so um, yeah, that's that's basically, you know, one of them had to go, and that was it, right? Yeah. So, I think this would have been like my third option, but yeah. What was it? What was the second option that we talked about? Just Hogak. Hogak himself. Yeah, I think I would have rather seen him ban because I think Vengevine and Bridge from Below would also be fine together. But yeah, you could still have that Venge Venginess. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Kazee says he's just watching, uh, just watching ban and unban cards. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's really cool because that's basic. You know, that's our basic topic today is just uh, the bannings, what's going on, how it's going to shape up the meta for modern. Uh, now that we see this, this uh, what we called the boogeyman the, the past month, uh, taking over the format and making it uh, basically unplayable for some decks. It just literally pushed some decks out of the uh, the meta. Um, for instance, burn. The deck that I like to play. Now, uh, Burn did win a classic. It, it, would, it got a little classic, but you know, it was uh, it was it was pretty tough. I think the deck it pushed out the most was actually the deck uh, we're going to talk about that might be one of the biggest winners for this banning. Yeah. So there is so much that goes in. 
There's so much that goes into bannings, right? Um, it causes meta changes, it causes price spikes, it causes price crashing. Uh, so that's something that, uh, you know, obviously we're gonna go over today, but um, first I think we're gonna start off with how it's gonna shape up the meta. And, and we kind of think that um, Dredge is still gonna be a very fine deck, right? So tell yeah. them why, Richie. So there's multiple reasons that go into this. One, if you look at the format pre-Modern Horizons, mm -hmm. Dredge was considered by many to be one of, if not the best deck in the format. So it only makes sense that once you get rid of that Hogak deck that was really keeping Dredge down because why would you play Dredge when you could just play Hogak? Mm -hmm. And it really it allows Dredge to move back into that position as well as a lot of people might think, oh, I can trim on this graveyard hate in my sideboard, you know? I don't need these six copies of, you know, graveyard hate, which may be true even with Dredge in the format, as Dredge is a little bit of a slower deck. But I'd say, I'd say I'm still going to be packing, 100%, I'm still going to be packing four Tormod's Crips in my sideboard mm -hmm. because I just cannot beat Dredge, man, without it. Yeah. I, I mean... That is an absolute auto loss every single time I play, and plus I gotta, you know, I gotta account for the other three or four losses that I'm gonna take <laughs> before it, I drop. It's hard, man. Yeah. So if I can get in there and I can get that, and I got those four tour mods crips, and I beat that one dredge player, I don't need to play anymore that day. Mm -hmm. I'm good. That's your win. That's my W. So good, good, good. Point. But yeah, you're right. I, I really do believe that you're right. I think um, now everybody's gonna understand that. They're gonna say, oh well. Dredge is probably the deck to play now because, you know, it was doing great before uh, Hogak came out and they shifted. But now everybody's going to be light on their their sideboard hate. But I, I don't know about that. I, I think they're still going to understand that, that Dredge is going to be, they're going to need at least three pieces yeah. of graveyard hate. I feel like, I don't feel like anybody anymore is going to sleep on Dredge. I feel like they're going to be like, okay, and I think Ravenous Traps, they might not be seven bucks. But I think Ravenous Traps are going to be, you know, they're still going to be two, three bucks like they were. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're going to need that stuff. Those Tormod's Crips, they went from quarters to dollars. I think those are still going to kind of hold their price. So, um, What about Ixalid Jailer? Ixalid Jailer, I don't know. I don't have faith in him, man. I know you said you do, but. I, I think he's going to be a buck or two still. I think so. I think so. We said we said he probably holds strong at, he, he popped a five bucks last week. He'll be a good two to three. I found five of those today. I know, it was awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. In pennies. Yeah, in the penny box. <laughs> so what a win. Um, okay, so now tell us about the next deck that you yeah. uh, that you see in the meta being so pretty strong. So the next strong. deck is one that was affected by Modern Horizons and one that other Michigan Magic player, also known as the future pro Ray Perez. We got to get is, that guy on. He's really big on this deck. Uh, I, I'm not 100% sure if this is exactly his list. And I know moving forward it wouldn't be. He was not a fan of the ley lines in the sideboard, which now with the banning of Hogak, you probably just don't even need for this deck anymore. Correct. Um, he said he felt like this deck was powerful even then. So moving forward, you know, again, people trim on their graveyard hate, so your Thopter Sword combo works a little better. And So uh, for those of for those of you listening, uh, let me go ahead and rifle this deck off real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. This um, is a new deck, and we haven't talked about it yes, on the podcast Yes, and so now, yet, so. correct, it's called Grixis Urza, and uh, of course you guys know who Urza is. He's Lord High Artificer, and that's the. it's a card that we've talked about um, just recently because it's moving in price. Uh, it's doing really well. It's showing up online. I'm getting dunked on it online. I'll probably lose to it this coming Friday. Maybe. Yeah, unless I'm at a concert and I'm not playing Magic. Who's gonna play magic for you on Friday? I don't. I don't know. Somebody's gonna have to play for me. Um, okay, so Goblin Engineer. Now this is your um, Goblin. Uh, what is it? Goblin. Um, well, this is your Stoneforge mistake. This is Welder, right? And Stoneforge mistake. Sure. Yep. Stoneforge mystic. mystic. Welding Mystic. Okay. Yeah. You, you usually use this to go get a two-drop equipment. Very nice. Yeah, so uh, when he's a new um, new modern card, when Goblin Engineer enters the battlefield, uh, search your library for an artifact card, put it into your into your graveyard, then shuffle your library. And then, of course, um, you can tap him, plus a red. 
you can sack an artifact and return an artifact card with CMC three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. I, you know, I didn't see that clause before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was three or less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this card is a lot of synergy with the deck. It gets your, uh, it gets your sword of the meek and put it puts it in the yard. Okay. It can tutor you up anything in your deck, including like a bridge, as well as when you need to just grind out, you can keep getting back uh, astro astro globes or Iker Wellsprings to just keep the card yeah, advantage, card advantage going. Okay. Um, next is uh, Psy Master uh, Thopterus. There's a two. There's two of him, and then of course four Urzas, three were of invention, four Bobbles, four Opals, uh, a Gravedigger's Cage, uh, a one Nihil Spell Bomb. Of course, so those are your two kind of main board hates. Now we'll see if those stay in there. I think they will. I think that I think the the Gravedigger's Cage will stay in there, or maybe it's the Nihil. Probably the Nihil because it's I card draw. I actually think it's the opposite. I think the Spell Bomb stays. Yes, because it's card draw. Uh, I know Ray. I I know Ray said he put a third piece and he was playing a Tormod script. Okay. And I could probably see keeping two copies of Artifact Hate in your main. Plus the Tormod script is just another free artifact. Sure. Uh, then you got a one of Pithing Needle, uh, two Pyrite Spell Bombs. So here you see kind of. It's kind of that um, package of well, okay, hey, I can go, I can go get things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's your, it's your toolbox artifact deck. Uh, two Icar Wellsprings, um, like Richie was talking about for that card draw. Uh, two Mindstones again, ramp card draw. Uh, two Sword of the Meeks, three Thopter Foundries for the for that combo. Uh, one of Ensnaring Bridge, the Arkham's Astrolab. So. So, I want to read this to everybody now. I'm before not... you read this, I just want to sure. address or address a comment in Twitch right now. Uh, sure, Jurifus uh, mentioned Plague Engineer or Knight of Souls Betrayal against this. So that stops one. That does stop the infinite tokens, but your opponent will still get infinite blue mana and gain infinite life because the sword keeps coming back. Um, or well, it won't be infinite mana. It'd just be infinite life, though. Infinite life gain. Yeah. Okay. Because you s- can float a blue off the sword, sack the sword, get the one one, but the trigger will still happen, I believe. Okay. Because the one one did enter the battlefield. All right. So um, now I don't actually. I've read this card, but uh, Arkham's Astrolab is a. It costs a snow mana to uh, to bring. Globe. Astro. Astro. Astro Globe? No, there's no G in there. No, there is. Oh, Astro. Weird. <laughs> Why have I always called, heard it called the Snow Globe then? Uh, I don't know. It's a nickname, Snow Globe. So Arkham's uh, Astro Snow Globe, right? So we'll call it that. Um, it's a snow artifact, and it says when it enters the battlefield, draw a card, and then it says pay one and tap it, add one mana of any color. So it's kind of a fixer. It's card draw. It has synergy with the deck. Um, and also, it's a new card with where, uh, what, you can play the new Winged Nakatl, right? They made it for that, where you have um, snow permanence. So, yeah. It, yeah, you have the ability to... The the big thing with this card is it's the first ever artifact they've printed that draws a card for one mana. Okay. Like, without like having to do any claws or anything. Okay. It's so, like you have your bauble, or not your baubles, you have your... Uh, um. The Spheres and Stars. Yeah. But you have to pay another mana into that. Yes. This is the only one for one mana. That just you, says draw a card. That, yeah, it just says draw a card. And it helps you fix your mana, which is pretty cool. Um, a one of Spine of Ish. Uh, and then you've got for your lands, you got your basic land package, the Snow Coverts, uh, one of Inventor's Fair. And let's see, what's a sideboard looking like? A couple Ceremonious. Of course, this is all going to change here. So, uh, Damping Spheres. I really like this new card. This Dead of Winter is really Yeah, Dead of Winter. Yeah, so they've got uh, all the snow. I know Ray was on three of this instead of playing some of the, like, one-mana removal spells. Yeah, so they got all the snow permanents, and then that way, this is basically just your damnation. Yeah. Because there's, there's not any creatures that are really going to get over this. So, yeah, so this deck this deck looks like it has a, a pretty far reach. Just me playing against it online. Uh, the one time that I did, I felt like I was completely out of the game when I was playing against this thing. It was very, very strong. Yeah. Uh, just with the 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 ability to uh, have a toolbox uh, toolbox type of deck uh, with an infinite combo, it's just 
it's rough. It's rough to play against a deck like this. So Super we think that we think this deck is probably going to be rising to the top here. You're going to see a lot of this deck. Uh, now the next deck that we think that is going going to be basically taking that that strong top three modern slot to let's say top five um, is going to be blue white control. Now blue white control ha over the years has been always been strong, right? Um, and it, it started off in modern where it was, they, they weren't too sure how they wanted to build this shell. Did they want to make it uh, American, you know, blue, white, red, or just guys now it's called. Mm -hmm. I still say old things like American control. Sorry, guys. Um, but Get out of here, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, Grandpa, Grandpa back in his days called American control. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had uh, just guy control. And then we also had Blue-White. Now, Blue-White is a deck that I played when, when Modern first became a format and started picking up. Wait, you didn't play Burn your whole life? I did not play Burn. I just picked Burn up about four and a half-ish years ago, four years ago, whatever. Um, but for the first couple of years, I, I, I dabbled in a lot of decks. But mainly it was control decks. Uh, but I really enjoyed playing Blue-White. It was my favorite deck because... It was. It's just always been so powerful, and with the addition of you know Snapcaster um, at that point, um, you know which they're still playing four of. Uh, with usually blue white, to, you see anywhere between two to four. Yeah. It's not always a guaranteed four of. Yeah, um, and you also had Vendillion Click, and then at that point you had um, Supreme Verdict, which had just basically eh, not just came out, but it had been out about for like I'd say a year. Or so, um, and that card was just—it was unbelievable at the time because you're like, oh, it's a board wipe that can't be countered, mm -hmm. you know. So and cryptic command, just everything, just the whole entire deck was just great. Plus we had colonnades, you know, to finish off, and so um, it was—it was a solid deck. But then it fell out of favor for a long time, you know. Nobody was playing blue white anything. Uh, they were maybe get dabbling playing some blue white uh, flash. Uh, but that was about it. So uh, we really think that this is going to be a very solid deck. Now, with the addition of um, Narset, Parter of Veils, and uh, Baby Teferi, which is Teferi Time. I'm impressed you knew that song. I do. I had to sing it basically all weekend because we were being baby sharks in the water. Oh, yeah, <laughs> with my daughter and, and my nieces. Yeah, how so, cute. Yeah, um, and yeah should have so, gotten a video of that for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so Teferi Time Reveler, uh, he's very powerful. I just I'm not sure what R and D is thinking when they're making these cards. We talk about it all the time. Basically, we've been talking about it for weeks now. Is the strength of these these planeswalkers that they're building. I know that they're on this Planeswalker theme, you know, they're like, okay, hey, War of the Spark, boom, let's get these planes, these uncommon ones out, these these three drop ones out, but man, is it changing, it's changing the landscape of uh, magic. magic, yes, just magic itself is changing, uh, they're thinking that they might have to um, uh, ban uh, Narset in um, Vintage. Well, they, they'd restrict it, they wouldn't ban it. Excuse me, yeah. not ban it, restrict it, yes, correct. Uh, they're thinking they're going to have to restrict Narset in Vintage. Um, and she's just everywhere in, in Legacy. Uh, it's very difficult. I don't even want to play, uh, what's that card? Um, Risk Factor. Risk Factor. I don't even want to play Risk Factor anymore. Yeah, can you even play it in Legacy anymore? I mean, I don't know. Narset, like, it's great against some decks, but... All the it decks was, it's great against, yeah, don't they is, just play yeah, Narset? they just play Narset in it. So, I feel like that's... Is, does Bomat get around Narset? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to take a look at Bomat. I just, you know, I just thought about that. It may take a look on your phone. It, I, I think Bomat does because I think you exile the card first. Yeah, it is an exile. Um, let's see. Z says uh, Painter Servant seems to be getting a lot of shine right now. Yes, absolutely, it does, and we'll we'll definitely talk about Painter Servant here in a minute. But um, yeah, so the the blue white deck we think is gonna uh, kind of slowly take over because it's been refined. Up you do this put point. the cards into your hand from Bowmat. You do not draw them. Cool. Yeah, so I'm going to have so to just play four good. Bowmats. You're good on Bowmat. Yeah, I'm going to have to play four of them. Um, so now let me let me roll this deck out for you here that, that we pulled up, which is, this is not a exact list that you're going to see all the time, but this is pretty close. Uh, the shell's pretty, pretty yeah, close. Four Snapcaster, four Vendillion Click, three Narset, Parter of Veils, one Teferi Time Reveler. Now, 
Uh, I usually see two of those and maybe one less click. Maybe one of the clicks are in the yeah, board. Yeah, a click is normally a Teferi. Yeah. Normally it's like zero to two clicks in the 75. Yeah. So then you've also got uh, two Jason Mind Sculptor, uh, one Big Daddy uh, Teferi, Hero of Dominaria, four Opt, one Oust. Uh, this one is kind of, eh, I see this quite a bit too, but sometimes it can be like a condemn. Yeah, it, it just depends. On sometimes what's going on. they don't even choose to have the yeah, extra the, removal spell. It the depends on path. the meta. Yep. Um, and then there's four path to exile, two surgical extractions. I think you're going to see these start dropping out um, of that I, deck. I actually disagree. Between what? Phoenix and Dredge, and it even helps like your Tron matchup, being able to like Field of Ruin surgical. The okay. the two surgicals were actually common before Hogak became a deck. Okay. It just really helped out okay. afterwards also. Yeah, I mean, be able to, because, like, I know uh, Tron's a tough matchup for blue-white, always yeah. has been. So so if you can just cheese him sometimes. Be stuck. What's up? Hey, hey. Hey, Brandon. Uh, So we got two Logic Knots in the main. Sometimes a Logic Knot in a Mana League, sometimes a Logic Knot in a Gate. Mm -hmm. Just depends. Two Force of Negation, the one Timely Reinforcement, three Cryptic, uh, two Supreme Verdicts, one Detention Sphere, and then you've got your... This is cool. I, I really like this. If there's They're playing a one of Blast Zone. Um, this is hit or miss in the list from what I've seen. Yeah, but I think this may pick up a little Everyone bit Everyone who's tried it says they've really enjoyed it. Yes, I I, I think this card, I think Blast, uh, Blast Zone is very powerful. I think we're going to see more play. We're going to see this card show up more in Modern. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's really big in Legacy, uh, so the card's very cool. Uh, and then the rest of it is it's pretty pretty much the same. You know, you got your four Field of Ruins, um, Two colonnades? I don't know. Um, is it really down to two colonnades, or most yeah, of the time it's three? It's two to three. Yeah, I feel like I, I want to be on three colonnades. Yeah, uh, the Blast Zone normally takes the place of a colonnade if you want it. Okay, so you're just kind of being more not as aggressive then, or what? Um, yeah, it's just like a different route. Okay. Yeah, and then, of course, you know, your sideboard is uh, basically just a bunch of one-ofs, except for your rest in pieces and... Uh, a couple of your counter spells. You're gonna need. You're gonna need to see like a disdainful stroke, a couple Dovin's vetoes. I think they might go down a rip in the sideboard after Hogax banning. Probably, yeah. They probably only play like two rips. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's basically you'll you'll have a couple more decks. I think like another two two to three decks that are still gonna be pretty powerful. I think Tron's gonna make a comeback. Um, and what other decks do you think, Richie? Um, of course, Phoenix. Of course, I think, Phoenix is going to be great. So uh, one of our local players, Travis Hawk, he's a big bl- uh, Blue Moon guy. And I've been pretty impressed with Archmage's Charm also in Modern. But I feel, I don't know. We'll have to see. But I think there might be a Blood Moon shell that can rise out now that the format's going to slow down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, humans, obviously. Yeah, humans will be great. Humans was great through the hogacking. Mm-hmm. So, cool. All right. So now onto a format that you know a lot more about than I do. Yeah. Sure. So I can I'll I'll be able to talk a little bit, not too much more about it, but a little bit more. Um, and the the other bannings that happened, or and also unbanning, uh, happened in uh, Commander today. So they also released a ban and restricted list update. Uh, so and the the number one uh, that got banned was Paradox Engine. Number two, Iona. Um, Shield of Ameria? Is that how you say yep, your name, Iona right? Shield of Ameria. Um, and also, uh, what got unbanned was Painter Servant into, uh, into, Leg- or, excuse Commander. Me, into Commander. Now, something I didn't know is Wizards doesn't actually maintain the Commander ban list. They do not. Which is interesting. Yes. Do you know, like, why or... Uh, no, and that is something that we need to do some research on for next week. I, I will write that on the board. Um, because I actually want to know... Um, these knuckleheads that are actually they're doing these bannings because uh, sure they make sense right um, you know you want to get you want to get paradox engine out of there uh, you, you know you, you sometimes want to not be playing with Iona but these bands just aren't they don't make a whole lot of sense um, you know you unbanned painter servant why like so there we'll go into it but um, it just they're the power level cards that should be getting banned, um, such as like Consecrated Sphinx, um, or 
God, some other creatures. What are, what are some other really powerful creatures that you can think of? Um, Creatures I'm not so sure about, but, like, I know when I played CEDH, every deck had, you know, Dramatic Reversal Isochron Scepter in it. Yeah, uh, those, you know, those two-card combos, like, we're not, you know, not everybody's so much worried about those two-card combos, and I think that's why what you talked about earlier about Painter's Servant being unbanned is that it's a two-card combo, you know? These power Painter isn't an instant I win, like, infinite uh, mana is. Yes, and so those things like Consecrated Sphinx, and then when they also ban, uh, what was that green-blue creature uh, that they banned? It had Seedborn Muse's ability on it. Prophet of Crufix. Prophet of Crufix. So... Um, now, those cards that actually just, they come into the game and they win you the game on the spot, those are the cards that need to go, right? Um, Iona, not so much, right? She doesn't come into the game and say, hey, guess what? Game's over, guys. Nobody else gets to play Magic. Mm -hmm. What it says is, okay, you make a decision, okay? You say, what color do you want that doesn't get played? And... There's three other people at the at the table. Yeah. It's not guaranteed that they're all playing the same color. Now, if you're facing mono green against three people, well... Sure, of course. You know, but those are the kind of things that... I understand that in, in casual magic, uh, when somebody does play a card like that, maybe, you know, because I know a lot of the prevalent colors are green. So if you play Iona and you call green, that may shut down a lot of your opponents, right? And so those are the kind of things I think that maybe they were thinking about when they did the banning. And now Paradox Engine itself, I agree with this, right? Because it's one of those cards that just says, okay, all I need to do is get going and I'm just going to mow the whole, t the whole table down. I'm just going to kill them. And so I get the Paradox Engine one. Iona, eh, I'm kind of bummed out that they did that because... There's other cards that really actually do need to see a ban, and I, I, I'm not sure that... I think she's not way down the line, but she's uh, she's pretty far down the line. Mm -hmm. um, and But it's cool to see Painter Servant. Um, we will talk about that in finance later, um, that it, that card's going to see... You know, I, I recommend if you haven't picked them up already, pick them up now if you're, if you're wanting to play it because the card's just going to keep creeping up. I'm not sure what they're at now. I'm guessing earlier today, people already started ripping them uh, offline, off their TCG accounts. Um, I'm sure maybe even Star City is probably out of stock, quote unquote, air quotes, right? Um, so I'm sure they just sold whatever ones they had on, and then you know they said, hey, we're not putting any more up because we got to kind of wait and see what the price is going to uh, settle in at. So uh, do yourselves a favor, pick those painter servants up, and preferably um, from non-existentgames.tcgplayerpro.com. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, also, the Paradox Engine and Iona thing, this is one other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, is, um, now this is going to be a little different than when they banned Sensei's Divining Top, right? Mm -hmm. um, so Sensei's what does Divining, a Commander ban do to a card? That, that's that's uh, not really, I'm not too sure about it, because when you're in a casual format like that, and there's so many people that need that, the supply is so high, well, you know, that supply is gone, what do you need, Right. You like don't where do other of these cards you play outside of Commander? Now, I know Paradox Engine, it, it, it sees like, play in, in Legacy, right? Or, excuse me, not Legacy, in uh, Vintage. Or is that the other card? No, I don't really... I haven't, don't really see a lot of Paradox in Vintage. It's uh, the Paradoxical Outcome. The, okay. Where, like, you can pick up as many non... Oh, token got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so, okay. So, yeah, now... Iona sees Fringe play in Legacy Reanimator. Yeah, yeah, she does. But, now, this is what I was going to say is, uh, when they banned Top and Legacy, people were dumping their cards, their their Tops like crazy, and they were dumping them for, you know, four bucks, three mm -hmm. bucks, and it was just like, I was trying to take as many as I could, as fast as I could, because I knew that that card you know, was still going to sell, right? Same thing with Counterbalance. Um, when uh, Counterbalance got, what did they ban that from? They didn't. It was they when the top it. ban happened. Yes, when the top ban happened. Uh, Counterbalance actually, it dropped in, God, it went down to, like nothing. Two, yeah, like a dollar or two. And then um, people played it in Legacy again. Yeah, and then they started playing it in Legacy again, and the deck's like, fine. Oh, we have Brainstorm and Jace, we don't need top. Yeah, so, um, and then that card is back up to, what, 
15 bucks, something 15, like 20, that. Yeah, something 15, like 20. That. Um, now, I can't tell you guys to say, hey, hold on to your Paradox engines and your Ionas because they're going to be worth something. I can't say that because I don't know. There's really no other home for them, right? Iona, like, Iona's probably above dollars still just because it sees fringe play. Sure. She's probably she's probably a 3 or $4 magic card. What about Paradox engine? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I really, really couldn't tell you. Um, so now I wanted to uh, let you guys know and, and show you this. Um, Paradox, or excuse me, Iona. Uh, if you go to EDH Rec, which this is the this is the um, website that I use whenever I'm trying to build a commander deck. So you guys should check this out. Uh, it's called EDH Rec. Um, it EDH is, get wrecked. Yeah, EDH get wrecked. Now, uh, this has 107,245 decks in it. With white cards. Not with white cards. No, now, no, no, it is different because look over at the colorless. The number at the bottom is different. Yeah. Yeah, so um, now I wanted to check and see um, how many decks Iona was in, right? Um, and in in decks with white, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in 4,404 decks before the banning. So that is a lot of decks. That's a lot of copies of Iona. But look at how many cards have, you know, more copies of things. Sure, sure. You know, you've got, if you go all the way like up to you the top. Like, you got to think, it's not like these are decks people built in paper. No, 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 no. You know, but if you go up to the top, your number one your number one white card is Swords to Plowshares. It's in uh, 57,181 decks, right? Um, so, you know, Iona's down there a little bit. She's she's not as high. And then, of course, your next card is Path to Exile. And then you've got, um, coming down the line, you're at 21,000. You're at Wrath of God. So um, she was not in a massive amount of decks, but she got played a decent amount, right? But she was an 8-drop, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. 6, nine 7, drop. 8. She was a 9-drop. So, again, in, in, those, in, the white, in the color of white, it's not very easy to produce... Um, nine mana efficiently very fast. Uh, so the best thing to do was to cheat her in. And that's what a lot of people did. So, that's what I did for a while. In yeah, yeah, yeah. So now if we look at, uh, if we take a look over at, um, oh, where is it? Paradox Engine. Here it is. See, that's what I was saying. It was just 10,000 white that decks that could play Iona. Yes. Because this number is different. Correct. Ah, so, okay. Yep. Now, um, there was 13,752 decks registered on EDH Rec with this card in it. Now, Card Kingdom had this, um, this card at Paradox Engine at $47.99, um, and TCG Player had it at $39.38. So those prices, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, uh, Z says uh, the Paradox Engine uh, price is it's all over the place, right? So, um, but yeah, there's five bucks max. Yeah, I mean, I don't know this. This card is gonna it's gonna it's gonna go back to about where I think it was at before, which was I I want to say it was the the six to eight dollar range um, before it popped. Uh, so I would say that it's probably going to get back to that spot. So for those of you that had foils out there, rest in peace. We're, we're, uh, we are very sorry for you. We no, apologize. No, was in the blue eye control deck. We already <laughs> talked about that. Rest in pieces. Now, um, don't go, don't, don't be dramatic though and go, you know, setting these things on fire. Don't be just, dramatic reversal. Yeah. Just hold on to these things. You know, maybe, the, who knows, maybe they'll make another format, right? Maybe they'll make another format where you can use... Um, where you can use Paradox Engine, or maybe they'll build a deck, some new cards come out, and you can play Paradox Engine. And Aziz says the cheapest copy right now is $18. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I see that getting cut in half for sure. You know, yeah. it getting down to the eight. Like I said, I think it I think it was in the six to eight dollar range, um, is probably where it was where it was at. What's the most played colorless card in Commander? The most played colorless card. I bet I can predict it. I just want to know this. <laughs> Soul Ring. See, it's not in every EDH deck, Josh. You're right. It's in seventy-six percent of them. Seventy-six percent. You know, some people are just like, "Hey, I don't want to. I don't want to play Soul Ring because it's too OP, right?" So, yeah. But 
now let's move on to the next thing, which is the uh, the old painter servant. And I didn't pull him much up on EDH rec because you're not going to see any decks with him in it because he was banned, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't we're not going to have any data on him. Uh, you will see a, a a pretty pretty solid increase on um, commander decks trying to go ahead and do that two card combo because. He just allows you to do some really cool shit. He allows you to turn things different colors, which there's some some things that, that uh, take advantage of that. And um, the most fun thing with this card is when you name blue, you can say that you're blue Why are we singing so much today? I like it though. I just need you to sing with me. Yeah. So now for the years. let's go. Let's move on to finance, which we're basically in finance right now. Um, we're gonna go over to mtgstocks.com, which this is the one that we use every single week, and I really, I, I, I really like this site, and I think that you guys uh, should also use this site. And we we go ahead and pull some of our data here and let you guys know, like, hey, this card spiked. Maybe, maybe you don't know about this site. Um, maybe you don't keep up with Magic Finance, but we want to make sure that you guys are getting full value. You guys aren't leaving these Risen Reefs in your bulk and all these I'll new... Be, I'm going to leave Riven, Risen Reef in your bulk since it's from M20. Uh, you might, you know, I, I've already got some M20 bulk, all right? So, uh, but yeah, don't don't leave these things laying around because uh, this stuff, you know, it, it's up seven and 800% at some, some points. Um, so a lot of M20 cards popped this week. There wasn't, was there even anything that uh, wasn't from M20 that popped? Not that popped. No. Yeah, so everything is just kind of uh, standard starting to shape out a little bit with uh, M20. Hazid said painters are around 40 right now. $40, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um, there. Now, if, uh, if, if you guys are going to uh, go ahead and think about getting painter servants, uh, I would wait a little bit. I'd probably hold off. Yeah, I'd absolutely wait a little bit, you know, proxy that thing. You're, People did this with uh, Commander when... Uh, I remember something getting either banned or unbanned or printed, and it brought everyone talking about Painter again. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I'm not sure, but I know that I know this card is gonna it's gonna come back down to earth, uh, just because you can play it in Commander now. Uh, it, it will be you know in that probably that fifteen to twenty five dollar range. I'd say twenty is probably a solid one, right? So. Um, now the the number one card this week that popped is Risen Reef, and this is something that we've talked about on the podcast before. Uh, this was one of our um, top cards that we liked out of the new set, mm -hmm. actually. And uh, Risen Reef is that elemental guy that um, I think it was the one we talked about before the full spoilers were even out. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah, there was probably because you just were a so few cards. excited. For yeah, this I, was, card. I was really excited for this card. I I think this card is good i think it's really overhyped right now though sure yeah um but you know it, it can give you that advantage it puts lands into onto the battlefield and uh it also puts cards in your hand right yeah mm -hmm. yep so uh he's at two dollars and 90 cents right now for an uncommon uncommon yeah and standard it's pretty cool now the next card that you guys are going to want to keep an eye on is Cavalier. Another, el another elemental. Another elemental. Cavalier of Thorns. Now, Cavalier of Thorns is all the way up to $14.78 right now. It's up uh, 200%. So it's it's not taking a huge climb, but it's, it's up there. Now, it, it started out decently high because it was a mythic, right? Um, so it was at the old six bucks and 50 cents. Um, so basically, you know, you're just in that double plus range a little bit. Um, now, Richie, would you recommend this as a pickup? I know you said this seems a little hype, but when I read it, I thought, wow, shit, that's a pretty good five drop for standard. It's in that Thrag Tusk region for me. So I think 15 is a little ridiculous. And I, I am you typically... Like, you of, like 10 bucks on this thing? Yeah, I could see probably like 10. Okay. I, I am of the opinion that a lot of cards, unless you need them to play in an event, I would not recommend getting cards from a new set for a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Because some are going to be too high, some are going to be too low. Nobody really knows what price they're going to settle. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, the next card, and this is the last card, is this. There's a new Scape Shift list, and you can play Scape Shift in... Standard. Standard. So, for those of you Scape Shift lovers out there, if you're thinking to yourself, like, holy shit, I can, uh, maybe this will give me an excuse to play Standard again. 
And I know it wouldn't give me an excuse to play Stander. Even if there was a sweet burn deck, which there already is. I was about to say. Yeah, there is a sweet burn deck. I'm not playing Standard. Um, but more power to you if you're going to get into Standard. Um, this card is called Dead Presence. Now, this card is actually pretty cool. I like this. It says uh, it's a 3-3 for 4. Uh, and I, this is the first time I've read this card. Whenever a swap enters the battlefield under your control, choose one. You either draw a card and lose a life, which is very cool, or the card itself, the creature itself, deals two damage to any target and you gain two life, which that's probably a little bit more important mm -hmm. most of the time in standard because well, then you can just start mowing shit down, right? And that's kind of where... I really like this for the card advantage. I, I No, I do too. I think that's great. But, you know, you can do both. You know, gain, I'm, like, I'm going to gain a little life, and then I'm going to draw a couple cards. So, I think this is, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure this card is as high as it's going to be. I feel like this card's going to get to five or six bucks. Especially if the deck, the escape ship deck and standard yeah, deck if it off. Yeah, if it performs. So, uh, this is one that I would tell you guys, like, I usually don't say when a standard card pops, like, hey, go ahead and pick that thing up, but I'd probably recommend picking this one up. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's it could be a uh, pretty decent commander card also. I'd play this in my mono black commander deck. Yeah, mm -hmm. just extra card draw. Yeah, extra card draw, or um, if you have a way of, you know, reoccurring getting lands out there, you're going to be with an Urborg out, or, you know, if, even if you have colorless mana in there, you know, you're just going to be gonna be murdering so pick Herb that card up. crucible and strip mine oh baby so now uh there's always a portion on here with with cheap pickups and this is what this is what we also enjoy too um the cheap pickup for this week the number one is karn scion of urza uh this card is at 18 dollars and i still think this card's got some uh some room to move down what about you richie i agree i don't think this card sees a ton of play anymore you know it's big shine was it used to be an affinity for a little bit, but recently they've replaced it with uh, experimental frenzy, and because it's all about that card draw and that just does more. Yeah. So the only place this really sees play much anymore is I see it in like the legacy bomberman decks, or uh, I see it in any of the like mono red prison decks, both in modern and standard. Mm -hmm. So any in the uh, in legacy in the. Um, Post decks, they usually play this. Yeah. So I, I think it will see play. I think this is maybe going to be like a $15 card, though. Yeah. I think I think between $10 and $15 is where this thing's going to finally settle. So yeah. if you guys can hold fast on picking up uh, Karn, Cyan of Urza, I would, I'd hold off still a little bit. And if you can't hold off, then, you know, you're only, you're only missing out on 8 bucks per, probably. Uh, the next one that's down here pretty far is... Uh, Metal! Sword of Sinew and Steel. Right? Metal. Uh, <laughs> this card actually started out at $67. That's ridiculous. Whoa, I did not know that. May 27th, you could pre-order these bitches for $68. Now, you can get them for a quaint $12.47. Is that wild or what? Feel man? bad for anyone that pre-ordered that card. Yeah, let's let's not talk about it. I hope none of you guys pre-ordered it. Um, but yeah, so this card is pretty cool. This is the protection from black and red. Uh, plus two, plus two, if you guys don't know which, which sword this is. This is the new one out of Modern Horizons. Whenever a equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, destroy up to one target Planeswalker and one target artifact. Equip for two. Now, I really do like this card. I like this card a lot. I know a lot of people told me, eh, it's so situational and blah, blah, blah. But its abilities are really good. Yeah, it is. You know, if... if and I think it's probably the two most relevant colors to have protection from. Black and red. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I do not think you're wrong about that. I think this card... Um, I think it's way too low right now. It would, it's funny because he said the opposite. Low. He said he sees it going lower if it doesn't find a home. I can't see it going much lower. No, I cannot see this thing going lower. I can see this be easily being like 20 bucks even. Yeah. And then if it finds a home, the swords are typically around like 35, 40 bucks if they see play. Yeah, anywhere. if they see play, yeah. Yeah, so, um, and usually you only need one copy of this thing, right? So pick mm -hmm. the copy up. It's 12 yeah. bucks. Get it now. 
Um, the next one is uh, Maelstrom Pulse, which oh, is pretty... Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, pretty wild. What, this thing hit, what, 40 bucks at one point? God, I think so. Yeah, I think it was... I, I mean, It doesn't track it on here, No, but it doesn't go back that far. Before the reprint? Yeah, we got 14. It's showing, like, 14 all the way back, but it's showing $4, so... Uh, yeah, if you guys need if you guys need Maelstrom Pulse, you know, pick this thing up. It's definitely something you want to do. Uh, it's just like it's kind of like a Wrath of God. Like you need this card uh, in a, a lot of formats. You need it in Modern. Uh, you can even you could even Fringe play it in Legacy if you want. Commander. Uh, and you definitely need it in Commander. You need it in a lot of Commander decks. So um, I, I'd pick this. Uh, I'd definitely this is pick this up. Like a one two of Jund. Yes, absolutely. Which, Jund, a deck we didn't mention, but another one I think uh, might start seeing a little bit more play now that Hogak's gone. I hope to God it does. I, I love Jund. We'll keep playing it on uh, Mom's Basement streams, right? Because, mm -hmm. man, do we get some? We get viewers, man. It's like our top-rated video. Every Jund video we make, I don't know what it is about you Jundies out there, but holy shit, do you like your content. Uh, the next one here is, and lastly, is Biogenic Ooze. So that that is coming in at a $5.70. What do you think about this, Richie? I, yeah. I, I don't know what to say about this card. It's standard. So, yeah, it's it's a standard card. So Josh didn't really get it at first. He's like, why the fuck is this card even $5? Yeah. And the reasoning is, is this card sees an absurd amount of standard play. And then it's you, one of the most powerful payoffs you can have in a lot of the, you know, rampy big mana decks, especially in the decks that play uh, Wilderness, Wilderness Reclamation. Yep. You can, you know, make your 4-4, four, four, untap all your lands, have them up for your opponents, you know, cast your Nexus of Fate, and this card kills pretty fast. Mm -hmm. So, yep. This card's very good in standard. It sees a ton of play. I don't see that stopping. And... I recommend probably picking up copies of this card if you can. I okay. I think this card will go up. Richie says bye bye bye. Mm -hmm. Cool. Especially post rotation where we don't really know what you know the ramp payoffs will be. Yeah. I think this is an important one. Yeah. It's a, it it seems now when I read the bottom portion here where I mean again this is another card that I wouldn't mind playing in commander. Mm -hmm. It's uh it, it in your says, crew fix deck. Yeah. Because you can pay four and make a two two green ooze uh, creature. And that's really cool. So if you just, if you go infinite, you're like, okay, make a bunch of oozes. Ooze you out of the game. Everybody dies. <laughs> excuse I got, you. Yeah, excuse me. I'm going to win. So, yeah, I, uh, I I like this as, you know, even something I would like to play with in Commander. So that's pretty cool. Look at that, Richie. We, we got it under an hour this, this week. We did it. Well, we're at an hour and 30, 40 seconds. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's not, you know, two hours. No, yeah. I mean, we had to do spoilers last week, right? Mm -hmm. So, No spoilers, Josh. No spoilers this week except for, hey, if you didn't know it, you can't play Hogak anymore, and you can play Painter Servant now. And sorry about, you know, rest in peace, um, Iona and Paradox Engine, for those of you that had... Pour one out for my homies. Yes, pour one out for the homies. Um, but You know where they could pour one out at? Where? Mom's Basement Games MT... Or Mom's Basement MTG on Twitter. Yeah, look at you leading into it. So you guys can find us on Twitter. Um, now, we've been doing this really cool thing. I want to tell you guys about this because I like bragging about myself a little bit. Not a ton, but when I do you something. You like bragging about yourself a lot. Well, when I do something cool, man, I, I really, I'm very proud of this. And uh, so now um, whenever we play, um, uh, whenever we, we have a new video post up on YouTube, it says, hey, come check out this video. Sometimes it's got my fat little face on there. You know, sometimes it's got Richie's fat little face, but um, it, it definitely is very neat. Also, um, we have this new thing. Um, July 5th, we had a new follower, uh, Destroyer Maker. Bum, bum, bum. Now, Destroyer <laughs> Maker uh, is uh, now a follower on our Twitch channel. And so it pops it up and it says, hey, thanks uh, for the follow, Destroyer Maker. And it sends that out as a Twitter post. Um, now this is something that, you know, uh, some of the guys were saying like, Hey, you Notably know, that follow probably happened during my stream. Oh, I'm sure it did, man. I'm sure. Because you know, you were, you were streaming on the fifth, right? That was I my was, day. Yeah. It was Delverin. Yeah, you were. Uh, let's see. I think you got, yeah. You got a follower that day. Um, so very cool stuff. So, um, we also, uh, we do a giveaway every month and, uh, this month we're going to be doing, um, God, what are we going to be doing this month? We haven't decided yet. We have not decided. Um, we need to figure it out. 
yeah, we're going to be giving away. Now, last month we gave away a Sliver Queen, and we still haven't had that person contact us. So please contact us. You know, get a hold of us because we got free stuff for you guys every Go month. Go check out my uh, Chaos Elves video once it gets up there on YouTube for uh, yep. if it was you. Yeah. And uh, so we're we're on uh, we're on seven days a week on this uh, this old Twitcher. Six days a week now, right? Uh, we no, gotta... we've been we've been having Saturdays get picked up but once in a while. Isn't he moving to Wednesdays now? Yeah, but we're gonna have more content, so don't you worry, Richie. We'll right. we'll stay on. So yeah, come check us out on um, Mom's Basement Games or Mom's Basement Streams on Twitch. Um, for those of you watching now, thank you. Uh, if you're if you're watching and you guys give us a follow uh, every single month, anybody that's following us, you're entered into our giveaway for the month. Again, this month's giveaway is probably going to be Planeswalker related because we're having Planeswalker Week, which is when Richie. Do you know uh, when? You're you're part of the giveaway. You should know this stuff, right? I don't remember. <laughs> I believe. I believe. No, I believe it's going to be the twenty sixth. So let's check out the Facebook here. Uh, let's go into... I don't know if you've talked about it yet. Yeah, well, I haven't talked about it. I'm going to talk about it right now for those listening on SoundCloud because they want to get in the They want to get in the giveaway. Um, well, I don't see. think we've set a giveaway date, have we? We have not. Well, it's going to be the beginning of next month, as always, mm -hmm. right? So if you guys want to come watch us play... Now, Richie, what's your favorite Planeswalker? In magic of all times. I'm a Jace guy. Jace, what? There's so many Jaces. Uh, so, my favorite, as unplayable as he is, I don't know why I've always been a big fan of Jace the Living Guild Pact. Jace the Living Guild Pact? Yeah. Okay, what does that guy do? So, he's four mana. Uh, he starts at four or five loyalty. His plus one is sleight of hand. His minus is just a bounce. Okay. But then his ultimate is each player shuffles their hand and graveyard into their library, and I draw seven cards. Oh. Not you. I. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's, it's cool. So my favorite Planeswalker of all times is Elspeth Knight Errant. You mean the Wanderer? Uh, yeah, she... No. Is she the Wanderer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a rumor out there. All right, so here we go. We did it. Um, Super Friends Week is going to be July 21st through the 27th. So every single day, and this is going to be the thing, you and me, Richie, we both have to play at least 10 Planeswalkers or more in our Magic the Gathering deck. Now, it doesn't matter. Four Karn, four Karn, two, and let's go. There you go. There's 10, at least. So... I'm going to be playing some crazy shit. I already know it because I don't have a deck yet. And so I'm hoping that you guys can help me out. Four uh, Tybalt, four Chandra, two other Chandra I will, Burn. I will not be playing Burn. No thank you. <laughs> you already played Skullcrack or Natarka's Command, Josh. Yeah, so. You just played Tybalt. If you guys are listening slash watching, um, send me a deck that you want to play. If you got a Super Friends deck that you think is, is going to, um, you know, Get me to that one that one four that I need to get to in that competitive uh, modern league, or hell, I'll play Planeswalkers in, in Legacy. Just don't don't send me a standard list. What about you? Play Miracles? No, I want to play something wonky. I want to play we something. We can get you on fun. a Nick Fit deck. That sounds cool. So yeah, come check us out for Super Friends Week. Uh, we always do our giveaway on the first of the following month. So. Uh, August 1st will be our giveaway. It'll be something Planeswalker related, so we'll be shooting you guys um, probably some kind of Planeswalker set. Rash, where you been? Good to see you, buddy. Um, and we'll maybe, be... Uh, uh, maybe we can get a Japanese war box. Japanese war box? Yeah. Wow. How much is that? I don't know. We'll have to look into it. All right, yeah, we'll look into it. Yeah, Everybody so, loves those Japanese Planeswalkers. That's right. They do. I, those things are expensive. Yeah. I mean, if uh, if we we want to stay in that hundred dollar range as of late, because we're doing a giveaway every single month, so yeah, we'll figure it out. I assume it wouldn't be too much over that. Yeah, probably not. We'll have to, we'll have to look into it. Yeah. All right, Rishi, you got anything else for these guys? You want to tell them where to find you? Uh, yeah. If you actually click over to 
this right here. Maybe. There we go. You can see me. You can find me on Twitter at RichardTMTG. And also, this is the second to last day for my giveaway. Oh, nice. My giveaway ends on the 10th. And I will be, as you can see with my pinned post, I'm giving away a playset of the promo Arcbound Ravagers. And the way that you can win is you have to like my post that's pinned that's for the giveaway. You can go into the comments and tag someone. And then you also have to follow me on Twitter. Now, once you do those three things, you'll be entered. And on July 10th, I'll be announcing the winner. And that person can get in contact with me to get themselves their Ravagers. Excellent. Can I win? Uh, yeah, if you follow me and like it and <laughs> For tag real? someone in the comment, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Get to getting. Seriously, I can win. Yeah, anybody can. Oh, that's awesome. You I'm just, I would just give it away. Yeah, <laughs> I would just re-give it away. <laughs> It'd or, be a giveaway for me to a giveaway to them yeah, on Facebook streams. Because I, I think, yeah, because I honestly, I think we have like eight to twelve of these in in inventory already mm -hmm. so what am i gonna do put them in inventory you could that'd be I your choice no i'd give these thing away man I'd, I'd like to see i mean i think that's another thing too that we didn't actually talk about is i think the rise of affinity is gonna is gonna come back a little bit and we'll see i think it'll be playable maybe i really do affinity had a hard time before because of how much karn was in the meta and I think Karn will be coming back, so. Yeah, Karn's going to be coming back with a goddamn vengeance. Mm -hmm. That turn four, or turn five Michael-Synth Lattice combo. Night-night. Turn night. four. Yeah, turn four. Sorry, I said turn four. Night-night, mm -hmm. sons of bitches. You're dead. <laughs> you locked out of the game. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys. Well, we appreciate uh, you guys stopping by today. And for those of you listening on SoundCloud, as always, uh, give us a like, give us a follow. And you guys can always loop back to us if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, loop back to us on Facebook. Follow us there. And uh, keep up for all the announcements that we have. And we are live every uh, Monday at 530 on Twitch at Mom's Basement um, Streams. So many different Mom's <laughs> Basement things, i got to say. Um, but, yeah, come check us out if, uh, if you guys ever get a chance. And enjoy the rest of your week. And we will see you on Facebook. Everybody have a wonderful week. Yep. See you guys.